Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Steven. And Kyle. How's it going, Kyle? It's going. It is going. It's still snowy. Unfortunately. Just the same as it was last time we recorded. I'm not a fan of the snow. Either. And I'm, I apologize for anybody who is. Yeah. It's not a very intelligent thing to be a fan of. <laughs> Unless you're a snowboarder. Well. And you're rich. Yeah, it would probably help if you were rich. <laughs> But tonight, Kyle's got a pretty dope little episode put together on a hairy humanoid. Yeah, and it uh, takes place in somewhere I could probably call home. Probably a lot of, not a lot of snow there. Nope, none. That's dope. But before we jump into that, we got to get into the business. So, that being said, check us out at all of our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Search up the Hollow Sky Podcast, and you'll find us there. Come on over to our Facebook page and talk about weird stuff. Just say hi, share memes, just, you know, come and hang out. But if you got a creepy story to share, Kyle's about to tell you how to do it. You can give us a call at one 800 hollow Leave us a voicemail, and then we'll put it on the show. Or... You can use your smartphone and use the voice memo app, record your story, and then email it to us. And the email is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. Or you can just write us and send it to the email. Or if need be, direct message uh, the Facebook and send it that way. Yeah, anyway, good. Yeah, just reach out. So definitely send us some because they're awesome. And we like them. We do enjoy hearing from the listeners. Yeah. And if you are listening via Apple Podcast app, make sure you hop over there and leave us a five-star rating and review. We will gladly shout you out if you do so. Today's five-star rating comes from Darth Raven. The title is amazing. And they say, this podcast and Lonely Nights go together like cocaine and waffles. Yeah. Which I'm assuming is a good thing since it's five stars. I'm just taking it as a good thing. I always thought that that was powdered sugar on my waffles. Touche. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Most likely. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> so thank you for the five-star review. And, you know, I hope your cocaine and waffles is going good. And thanks to everybody banging the shit out of uh, the episodes here lately. Oh, yeah, you guys have We're been... We're skyrocketing. It's crazy. Like, we've got... <sighs> we probably had... Almost 2,000 downloads since the last time we recorded two weeks ago. Yep. And to put that in perspective, we've been doing this almost a year. It'll be a year in March. And we just hit 10,000 downloads the last time we recorded. So you guys have shared it and downloaded a fifth of what we've done in a year in two weeks. Yep. Yeah, because we, we easily broke over 11,000 just not too long, like, not long after we hit 10,000. Yeah, it's they're just it's stacking up and it is awesome. Thank yeah. you guys so much for doing your little part and sharing and spreading the word and listening and always tuning in and just having a good time with us. It it's awesome. Definitely means a lot. Hell yeah. Today's uh listener story of the week, I got off of Reddit. I got permission from the poster and from the family of the subject in the story so i wanted to share this with you guys here it is my best friend lucy's father had a severe brain aneurysm just before christmas this past year he ended up in a coma and just woke up about 13 days ago lucy and her family were so excited that he woke up fairly healthy and chipper considering the circumstances however they quickly discovered he thinks it's 2010 lucy and i are both 23 in 2010, we were 13. Lucy was a dancer as a kid. She stopped dancing when we finished high school, and one of her first dad's questions was, what happened? We were just at Lucy's recital. Everyone assumed that he was just delirious at first, but it became obvious fast that he doesn't remember anything from the last decade. Lucy has an older brother who within the last 10 years has gotten married and had a child of his own. Their dad does not recognize her brother's wife as they had not met prior to 2010 and had no idea that he was a grandpa. It was heartbreaking listening to her tell me this. Lucy and her brother are six years apart. In between those six years, before Lucy was born, their parents had a baby that lived for only five weeks in the NICU. The crazy part, the craziest part of this whole thing is that her dad doesn't know that they lost the baby. 
as he has memory of the dead child's whole life. He asked, where's Dunk, or he asked where Duncan was, and they sadly had to tell him, Dad, remember Duncan died when he was a baby. Lucy's dad was completely dumbfounded. He protested that Duncan had played hockey, loved dinosaurs, and was doing co-op for the military, and he wanted to be a firefighter when he finished high school. None of these memories lined up with Lucy's older living brother, so they ruled out a possibility of mixing the two sons up. He remembers raising Duncan from birth to a 17-year-old boy, which is how old Duncan would have been in 2010 if he didn't die in infancy. He knew Duncan's actual birthday, and he told everyone that he went with Duncan to buy his first used car that day. He has fabricated memories of his dead son during the time that he remembers everything else perfectly. All his other memories from 1961 when he was born to 2010 are crystal clear and accurate, but this detail of remembering a whole life that had never had the chance to exist is freaking everyone out. He's literally grieving a son right now that he already had to grieve 27 years ago when he actually died, and he's devastated. We're just curious as to his, if this is some supernatural thing, as in did baby Duncan give his dad memories during a time when his brain was not with the current world? Has anyone else heard of anything like this? Wow. Crazy, and right? I would say that, yes, some there are people out there who have heard of situations similar to this because we did a podcast on a something similar to this and ironically enough i mean they were both in almost almost like a comatose state both like severe trauma to the brain yeah which is really interesting because it it's like it propelled him into another timeline or universe or whatever <laughs> that's, that's my line <laughs> yeah it's whatever whatever you know label you want to put on that it, it put him in into that space and what what's even weirder about this story is the fact that you know it, it all played out like the baby passed away and he remembers him to 17 years old you know and that's how old the kid would have been in current time in, uh, in 2010 yeah which is really weird yeah like it like it did exist that's what i'm saying like there's so much to like for me to unpack i i immediately Immediately, I think of alternate timelines, of course, you know, right. Just go ahead and throw the memes out there. Is there was there a universe where the son survived? Oh, I guarantee it. And the brain trauma caused the the father to tap into that universe to take away from all of the the trauma that he was experiencing in this one. Was it just a way? Was it not supernatural at all? Was it just his brain? having some kind of defense mechanism put up you know like he's he's suffering some severe physical trauma right now maybe if we put this here him living this out will take away and help him heal from the trauma he's experiencing that that seems strange to me though because in order for that to take place it would almost i mean it sounds fucked up but it would almost be like a premeditated thing in the design of a human kind of like a like a safety program or something like if this happens right then this happens which is fucking really weird yeah because the brain there's so much shit we don't know about the human brain exactly we'll never know about the human brain most likely because that was that's what kind of popped into my head like there was three three theories that i had when they shared this story was it's something supernatural in the vein like they said at the end possibly the spirit of the son is trying to help the father get get through his aneurysm yeah 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 which i mean we can't discredit because we don't know right but once again that that one doesn't make much sense to me because as you know in theory the spirit would have been of the baby right and then it would almost be like that spirit transferred to its own timeline regardless because it had to have the experience of growing up because it wouldn't know how to fabricate its own future passing away that young what for me what would be the hardest would be being the parents and then being explained to like the future of this child that never was imagine that yeah. Like you standing there and then, you know, being like, no, he, he played down, hockey. and Yeah, and down he, to the point to where I went and bought his first car with him. Yeah, like know? 
that would fuck me up. Like I'll that bet. would that would heart that that would just break my heart into a million pieces. Because then you're you're thinking, holy shit, this this should be my life. This should should be what I'm experiencing, but I don't get to because it's not the current reality. Yeah, like he has to grieve, like she said, she has to grieve losing a son that he already lost 27 years ago. Right. One thing I did not see in the story is if he remembers losing the son. I don't Because that he... would have taken place before the brain trauma and it would have been before 2010, so it would have been something you would think he would have remembered. You would think. Unless, unless, man, I don't even know. When I read it, I was like, holy shit. You know, it might not be anything supernatural at all. It might be some kind of... Like I said, some brain defense mechanism that made him create all these memories. But like I said, to me that doesn't—it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense why your brain would fabricate a future like that just to heal. Like you would think, you know. And I'm not a doctor, but I would think personally that if the brain was trying to heal, the brain would shut down as much as it could possibly shut down without harming you know what i mean Yeah, just like taking itself into like a hibernation mode. yeah like a limp mode like on a vehicle or something like oh i'm we're just going to give you enough to get by yeah until things can get fixed but i don't know it's I a very bizarre any, story and it, explanation it's heartbreaking i'm sorry for your loss and and your re-loss yeah that's horrible and i hope your father recuperates in every aspect Absolutely. from the aneurysm to all of the the sadness that he's taking in right now from this Man. event. Like it literally, it makes me wonder now, like say, you know, cause the child passed and it's almost like, did he have, we'll just call it a soul. Did it go to, did it just get migrated to another timeline because this timeline failed it? Like he just got reinserted into something else. Or there's there's theories I mean, that I there's know. there's universes for every possible outcome ever. Past, present, future that could possibly be. And there's a theory that these run parallel with one another. You know, so there could be there could be a time or a universe next door to this one where that boy, that baby never died. Well, I mean, I guess you could also think of the possibility of that dude with the aneurysm was basically on the brink of death, therefore maybe thinning the veil. Yeah, and like if if that is if it is the case, we don't know how all this stuff works together. You no, know? not at we all. We don't know what it takes or what it doesn't take to just slip over for a minute. Right. You know, like we talked about in the lamp episode, you could fall into another alternate universe and not realize you're in an alternate universe because the only thing that's changed is what color Kool-Aid you drank on the 200th day of your 11th year being alive. Right. That's the only difference. See, and then you have those moments where, you know, you, you go to look for something and you're like, I know that son of a bitch was right here. I know I put it right here. But then you find it like on the other side of the room or something like that. and You just ride it off. And you're like, yeah, exactly. But then The kid moved it. Yeah, but then you think about it and you're like, well, Did wait I a minute. Did I just slip into a goddamn different wait a dimension? Minute. <laughs> and it's, it's stories like this that make me question... Everything? Yeah. Yeah. Because on one, on one end, you have it just being the power of the brain, which how do you even know what's fucking real right now? if your brain has the ability to completely change your history and make you believe the history that it changed. Yeah. On the other hand, you've got alternate multiple dimensions and timelines and realities, which is just as fucking wild as the other end. I don't know. I'm lost. Best case scenario. It was the ghost of the little boy helping his dad out. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that, but I don't, like I said, it for me in my, the way that I think, it conflicts too much. It's just, I don't know, man. I read it and I was like, it reminds me of the damn lamp episode. Oh, absolutely. And it's just a heartbreaking story, really. It is. Bizarre. I mean, it's, it's heartwarming to the part to where now he has a history with the son he never got a chance to have a history with. Yeah, that's true. But it's terrible that essentially that this history never happened. Yeah. How would you wrap, like, like you have a kid, 
you have tons of memories with them, same as I do with my boys. What if you wake up tomorrow and someone tells you none of that happened? I'd call him a liar. Yeah. How do you even how do you even process that? You don't when the rest of your family that you know is your family and that you trust is telling you, No, you don't he that never happened. I'd say you're all fucking crazy. Yeah, where's my kid? Yeah. Where's I mean, my I would, kid? Yeah, I'm just the type of person that when I know something, I know something, and you are not going to tell me otherwise. Yeah. That's just who I am. I can't even imagine. I can't even fathom what was going through his head when they had that conversation. Me either. Because he, he's It had to asking. be of just dumbfoundness of being like, shut up. Like, where is he? Yeah, because he's the one that brought it up. You know, where's Duncan? Where's right. Duncan? I don't know. That's, That's crazy. That's deep. It is deep. It sucks. A lot. I hope I hope that he found solace in the original tragedy of losing that child by building these by getting these false memories. But it's gonna he's gonna have to heal all over again. Absolutely. Well, that's Absolutely. heavy. Yes, it is. So let's talk about hairy people. Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Kyle's going to take us on a trip. Sure, sure. Changing gears. To some hairy folks. Yep. But again, if anybody has any stories, they don't have to be wild alternate timelines. If you've seen a UFO, if you've seen a Bigfoot, if you have a ghost story, please get it to us. We would love to share it and give our thoughts on it. So hit us up, definitely. For sure. I want to hear some cool alien stories. Kyle is the alien guy. Granted, he jacked my swag on the timeline tonight, but... It's cool. Yeah, you know, it is what <laughs> it's it is. It's whatever. <laughs> but We're on the same team. That's true. Kyle's going to get Harry and the Henderson. Let's Hendersons. do this. He's going to magically whisk you off to California. Yep, in the California area, in the good old desert where it gets really stupid hot. But uh, these are some strange, bizarre encounters that I found. Uh, my brother in law sent me a story of the Yucca Man stalking marines and stuff so i, I I've was never like, heard of the yucca man i guess basically the way that i take it is it's just more it's it's like the yeti or um swamp ape or whatever it's just just it's, another name yeah for bigfoot essentially and it's just the like southwest bigfoot yeah pretty much that's the way that i take this i mean and then you have different characteristics for each set you know they all look different and in certain ways and what have you but apparently this one it's extremely hairy. You know, it, it, it has almost the exact same features of Bigfoot as far as uh, height. You know, anywhere from 6 to 9 feet in most reports. Some I think some went to 12. The hair is more tannish color, which would make sense because it's, it, it is in the middle of the desert. Camouflage. But there are some very strange things. 12 feet tall in regards. big. Absolutely. It's fucking That's huge. That's big... Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> for lack of, for lack I of would not. I would not want to run into it. No. Okay, so I'm going to get into this first account, which is it's a pretty good one. Um, In 1971, there was a Marine, and he was stationed at the 29 Palms base there in California, and he was on guard duty. Now, it was nighttime, and he began to hear noises close to him. Never and he, he was in like a guard shack too. It sounded like a large creature was breathing heavy outside. Then it began to growl and grunt. And the strange thing about it, it was that the noises were in like a circle pattern. So almost like this creature was circling the guard shack, growling. Almost, it, I, it came off to me like it was looking for a confrontation. Oh, it's it's it reminds me of like a predatory animal. Yeah, like you get out of my area. Or like it's hunting, like a pack, like a pack mentality. Right. If there's more than one, because you suck. think of coyotes or you think of wolves, they they kind of do the same shit. Yeah. Hell so no. this guy, being a little bit braver than me, he slowly began to creep outside and see what was going on. Well, no way. <laughs> he was greeted by an eight foot tall, ape like creature with glowing red eyes. The creature then charged at the man knocking him out, and when he woke several hours later, he found that his battle rifle was bent in half. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And then... So he was actually attacked. Yeah, he was attacked. 
And that seems to be that's fucking nuts. the mo with these these yucca men. Like they're they're more aggressive than the ones that you normally hear about. And a lot of them, a lot of them, have glowing red eyes, that's which crazy. is Terrifying. even more in depth. Because you hear glowing red eyes a lot more with dogman encounters, not so much with Bigfoot. But all of that led to an apparent investigation of the area by the CIA and the FBI. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And as the suits began to look for information, they learned that two other sightings happened near the base. And one of them, one of the sightings was they spotted a large one with a smaller one. So almost saying they saw an adult and a child. Like there's a, there's a small population. Yes. Hmm. So it could have been a pack hunt. It could have been. It could have been. It's, it's weird when you hear these different Bigfoot stories because there's almost like only two ends of the spectrum. You either get the ones that are super shy and will try to stay out. Like when people see them, they scatter off. They try to stay hidden. Or they or see them the poke ones, out from behind a tree or yeah, something. Yeah, just trying to stay the hell away from people. Yeah. Or you get the ones who are just pissed. Yeah. We're like, you know what? Whatever. I'm going to throw rocks at these people. I'm going to yep. smash their cabins. I'm going to bend their rifles in half. It's like you don't have the ones that just want to be like just social and just chill. No. God, you're either no. super scared or they're super pissed. <laughs> I hope I just run into the scared one. <laughs> Me too. If, if it's I any, of them. any of them. <laughs> I would like to see, I'd like to at least see tracks. That's That would be my goal is to find some actual Bigfoot tracks. Nobody would believe you. I don't care. I don't really give a shit what people That's believe. That's the worst part. That's the worst part about technology getting better and better and better is that people believe less and less and less. Yeah. That's part of the reason. People people can fake shit now, but everybody, now the technology's so good, everybody expects these pristine, perfect photographs. Like, that's a big argument against whether or not these cryptids exist. Well, everybody has a cell phone. Why isn't people taking more pictures of them? Well, I but can when, attest right now that... When I take pictures with my phone, it looks like I'm taking pictures through a potato. <laughs> because I'm a tree trimmer. I work outside. I get sawdust and dirt everywhere. My lens to my camera is always dirty. Mine's full of coal dust. See? Same thing. And on the flip side of that, when people do get good photos, what's They're the first thing people say? Photoshopped. It's fake. Like you, They will never be satiated. No, and it's People fine. post pictures of tracks and they immediately people immediately tear it apart my response to those people is i would just send them a thumbs up an emoji yeah i don't care it doesn't matter to me what you believe because if i seen it with my own eyes that's all that matters to me you can call me crazy all you want it doesn't change the fact of what i seen yeah i like i'm totally with you there it's just it's shitty it is shitty, but it's that's harmful. People. It's harmful to the community. It's harmful to paranormal as a whole. Like it's good to be a skeptic, absolutely, but it's not good to be shitty. <laughs> absolutely, I would agree, hundred <laughs> percent. It's not good to be shitty in any aspect of your life, yeah. especially in like our paranormal community. There are so many naysayers and so many people that just want to beat everybody else down and talk everyone else down and discredit everything, like. I don't know. Keep your mind open, people. Yeah, Never fine. stop asking questions. Yeah, I mean, look at the look at the guys who sailed across the the ocean to find the Americas or find wherever. I guarantee you that a lot of those people were like, "Dude, you're crazy. There's nothing out there. It's just water. It's just water, bro." And he's like, "Yeah, watch this. Boom, Pisaw bird. Let's full send them. it." <laughs> <laughs> I got. I went off on a tangent there. No, it's cool. I'm off it's my cool. soapbox now. It's all right. But um. Going back to my story here, that story is one of many accounts throughout the area. And it, it almost seems like, like we were talking about just a minute ago, it seems like as the civilization started to push its way out, more and more sightings began to happen. So almost like we were encroaching on their habitat habitats. Yeah, and that kind of makes sense because the more Absolutely. people you have out in the wilderness, the more eyes there are to see stuff. And it would almost explain them being... More aggressive. Yeah, I wouldn't want... Because they're territorial. I wouldn't want people living in my backyard. No. Now, in Hemet, California, there was a yucca man who was seen on two different occasions, 
And in this case, it actually left behind evidence. Oh, that's dope. It left behind 17 footprints that were a foot and a half long. And the stride of this creature was six feet. So from each, you know, each footprint was six feet apart. Boom, boom, boom. I'm going to try to find those footprints. And, uh, you know, and I, they, I guess, uh, some local Bigfoot hunters went to investigate it and they, they had no luck. They couldn't find it. But later on in this, in my research, there may be an explanation as to why people can't find these things. Now, the next story I have, it was, um, the people of San Bernardino area often saw what was dubbed as the Speedway Monster. At their local racetrack. <laughs> what a dope name. Yeah. Uh, they said they would see a wild man at the edge of the dragway during races. It makes you wonder if at first these these creatures were curious about all the noise or were they simply just pissed off about it. Maybe they wanted to race. I hope so. That's why his name is the, speed, the Speedway, Speedway Monster. Monster. The Speedster. But it's kind of crazy that people in the stands would actually see a yucca man near the racetrack at all anyways. Cause I would think that with all that noise going on, because being at the, the, the drag strip or the races or whatever, it's not quiet at all. No, it's noisy. It's extremely noisy. Which brings me back to the either pissed or either shy. Well, you know, the shy ones aren't going to go to the damn racetrack. No. It's the pissed ones that want to race. <laughs> Some of the more interesting stories came from Edwards Air Force Base. The base itself basically took part in NASA's shuttle landings. They housed top-secret aircraft projects. So with all that going on, the place was always well-guarded with personnel, and it had, as you can imagine, tons and tons of cameras everywhere to cover every square inch of this place. There were a ton of reports that these cameras would capture these creatures moving through the tunnels at night because there was there was a whole underground system of of tunnels and most of it I from what I read was used to keep projects under wraps like the military built these tunnels yes and now that's what I took from it now the yuccas are using them yes hmm even stranger they would see entire families dude see I told of you of these things prowling around the base. Pack hunters, dog. This is where it gets cool. They would disappear and reappear at will. Interdimensional beings. It's a possibility. Now, you know, somebody would see one of these things and they'd call the the MPs to come investigate it. And when the MPs got there, there there'd be nothing. So they'd even see it on camera. They'd dispatch people to go investigate and there'd be nothing there. Damn. And the, the actually the Native Americans, the lore of them claimed that these creatures had supernatural abilities. Yeah, there's there's a whole branch that like theorists that believe that Sasquatch and Bigfoot are a, are a spiritual being. Yeah, that it can it can come and go as it pleases. And I mean, if you take all things into consideration, it makes sense because you don't have any bodies, you don't have any bones. If they can travel in and out of, you know, realms as as it pleases, or even if they just had some type of invisibility, because there are people out there that believe that they're supernatural in the religious way, that they are basically nephilims. Yeah, like you know, angels or the fallen angels basically had sex with animals which had a supernatural type of offspring bigfoots bigfoots that's what happens what happens when you diddle the animals yeah you get bigfoots yeah so don't be doing none of that um the indians back to my story here the indians would even go out of their way to avoid where these quote-unquote hairy devils were believed to live so the native americans just straight up avoided them I wonder if it's because of their temperament. If I, that's they avoided what, that them would, because would be they were assumption. scared, or if they avoided them because they held them in like a higher regard as a spiritual being. I feel you know like what I, mean? I feel like it would be because they're afraid of it. It's like they probably had previous encounters or yeah. stories of previous encounters. I can see that. Yeah, 
And especially if your foe can disappear and reappear whenever it wants, that makes it extremely hard to fight. Yeah, it's hard having an enemy you can't see. Exactly. Uh, from Air- Edwards Air Force Base again, there was a guard, and he had an encounter with what he calls blue eyes. He says, heading back to the main base, I noticed maybe 200 to 300 yards to my left, there was large blue eyes. I do a lot of night hunting, and it was strange they were larger than anything I'd seen ever seen before. The blue eyes had to be about four inches apart and seven feet off the ground. I stopped the truck and sat there watching them. It was too dark to see any body shape. The blue eyes proceeded toward my truck at a right angle for about 100 yards, then stopped. He then goes on to state that as the air filled with a rancid smell, he saw the blue eyes again, this time 50 yards away. The movement of the eyes was extremely fast. Another thing that bothered me was that they didn't bob up and down like it was running. It was more like two lights on a wire moving from one point to another. Oh, that's weird. It is weird. Like it's floating almost. Yeah, which is, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. That's bizarre. Now, after hearing about all these these uh, uh, stories by this man, more and more people from the base started coming forward stating they had seen Bigfoot-like creatures through night vision running around the perimeter of the base. That's... Which is horrifying. It's like a scary movie. Yeah, could you imagine being out on, like, on watch with your night vision on, just keeping track, and then you see these seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve-foot creatures running around? No, it'd be horrifying. When did... Did you happen to find out when the Blue Eyes encounter was? Uh, No, I don't remember. Because I'm wondering, because the first... Guard Shack one was from the early seventies. Just makes me wonder if it's continuously taking place now. It was. It was. I, I believe it was relatively to that time. I I could be wrong. I should have wrote it down, but I forgot. That's all good. I just I was just curious as to if the if the population is still out there. I'm sure it is because I, I mean I'm getting to it right now. But oh my bad. No, it's good. Now, like I said, most of the time, or there were accounts of people seeing them through night vision running around the perimeter. <laughs> That's fucking terrifying. Most of the time, these creatures spotted had red eyes, which, as before, you know, with previous accounts, the the creatures with the red eyes. More mysterious than that, though, is that the base actually classified the presence of the creatures and gave the order not to shoot them for some reason. Hmm. So they classified any information and the creatures themselves and was like, just leave them alone. That's weird. So they have to have some sort some sort of knowledge. Yeah, and they were saying that... Or they were wanting to not have to deal with the bullshit that comes with shooting one. Right. Because you, you either have to cover it up or you change the entire history of existence. Right. And, you know, that's what people are saying, that they actually did have the have footage of them on these cameras, but the base classified everything, so now it's non-existent. That opens up a whole new can of worms in my brain, because if someone does manage to kill one, would that information ever make it out to the public? Absolutely not. You don't think so? No. The only way to do it would be to hurry up and try to post it on every social media. And as I said, then there would be a smear campaign that's not real. Absolutely. Even if it was the government doing it. The, you, yeah, yeah. Because they're, like the Russians, they have all them bot programs. Yeah, I saw some you know, crazy videos crazy. of that. But back to the weird smell of blue eyes, you hear that a lot oh, whenever yeah. people encounter uh, Sasquatch yep, the all across the rancid. board. Yeah, they ca- compare it to wet dog or... Yep. Some kind of weird musky, like horse smells. Even it's it's just all across the board. It's just that it stinks. Yep, it's a stinky cryptid. From all accounts, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just dirty. And a lot of these are just kind of a collection of stories that I was able to find. Now there there was another one of a man camping, and he said he saw a giant hairy bipedal that rapidly approached him in a very intimidating manner. He pulled his pistol out and fired three shots. 
which seemed to have scared the monster. But I don't know if it really did scare him because he said that the monster glared at him and then retreated back into the woods. So I kind of feel like the monster had encountered firearms before and was like, you're an asshole. Did the guy shoot at him or did he just like fire warning shots? I think he was just firing warning shots. Yeah, he just was like, do it. Yeah. Do it if you're going to do it or else get out of my woods. Right. It's um, crazy that it didn't like scatter it. Because if you, like any animal in the woods you come across, if it hears any kind of noise at all, what's the first thing it does? Yeah, it just it runs. It off. Not this one. It glares at him like you're a dick. He said, try it. Try it. <laughs> Don't start none. There won't be none. Um, Another man camping said he was woken up in the middle of the night by several of these creatures they all seemed to stay on the edge of his fire, though. They circled his camp, almost waiting for the fire to go out. He said they just had that stance, that demeanor of predators who circle their prey. See, that's what I was thinking from that first Yep. guard shack. Like, it doesn't make, I mean, it kind of does make sense for a single predator to circle. But if you have a whole bunch of guys, you know, it's it's pack mentality. Absolutely. Just, just single it out and circle it. But the curious thing about it is that they never crossed into the light for some reason. Hmm. So does the light affect their their eyes? Does it? Do they mostly want to stay contained to the shadows so nobody actually sees them? Are are all of these encounters that they all take place at night? As far as I know, yes. Because you got the night vision and stuff. That's weird. And it yep. could it could have something to do with the glowing red eyes and stuff. Well, he also described them having glowing red eyes. Maybe I don't know. That's weird. Maybe they are noct- some nocturnal and have Does some make sort sense? of evolutionary thing that helps them see at night. Makes I mean that that'd be what makes the most sense because they're Almost extremely like, hard to 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 come across. And most of the time when people do come across them, it is at night. Almost like night vision of their own, which is an extreme possibility. I just don't understand why they're so pissed. Probably because we're encroaching on all their land where they take naps. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, Humans are kind of dicks. Well, I mean, that's a little bit more of an understatement, but like you, like you always say, that's that's for a different different show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bigfoot has even been linked in the area to a string of murders. <laughs> this ought to be good. Yeah. This ought to be good. Yep. Uh, it apparently happened at a place called Dead Man's Hole. <laughs> Name fits. Yeah. Uh, there were people that lost their lives, or the people that lost their lives there was of a pretty gruesome nature. You know, uh, I think one of them was choked and reportedly mutilated. One seemed like it was knife wounds. And some people were kind of assuming that it was a serial killer. But it, anyways... Yeah, I mean it kind of does, especially if you if it if it was actually knife wounds. But as luck would have it, a few men went hunting in in the area or in an area known as Dark Canyon. What's with all these ominous ass names? I don't know, dude. Like, that one does sound ominous. You're as asking, hell. you're asking for it. If you name shit shitty, then it's, you're gonna get <laughs> bad luck. Oh, go hang out at Dead Man's Hole. Why don't nah, you go through I'm the good. Dark Canyon? You know, I'm good fam. Name it like Rainbow Way or. You know, the old fishing hole or some shit. <laughs> of course you're going to find dead people at Dead Man's Hole. I mean, it does make the most sense. <laughs> Think, um, people. Now, apparently these men who went hunting, they entered a cave which just happened to be full of a number, number of animals' remains. There are actually other accounts that the remains that were in this cave were not animal. They were actually human. Um... That kind of spices the story up a little bit. A little bit. Now, they claim that they were attacked by a large, hairy man-beast with matted black hair. They claim to have opened fire on this being and killed it. They then took the body to the police. The paper in San Diego caught wind of it and ran a story and linked the murders at Dead Man's Hole to the beast. Of course. So, it could be a little bit of a stretch. And I also found accounts where most of the accounts were, like I stated... There was, you know, uh, knife wound attacks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But there were other accounts saying that most of them had, like, neck injuries, like they'd been choked or their neck had been broken. 
Which kind of goes hand in hand with a large predatory animal. Right. If you have a big predatory cat, what's the first thing it goes for? Right, for your throat. Your throat. Yeah. And the strange thing about it, though, was that whatever was doing it was either doing it out of necessity or because they wanted to do it because none of the bodies were looted. And this, this happened in 1888. So they weren't hungry. No. So, it, you know, I, I take it, they like I said, they did it out of necessity or because they wanted to. Like, it was a sport thing. Because at first when you said that there was a string of murders attached to it, I'm like, oh, this ought to be good. But then I thought back to our previous Bigfoot uh, episode where you had the town in Alaska that the people kept vacating because of how, because they were under siege right. by the Bigfoots. And the the hunters and gatherers and shit would go into the mountains and they would disappear and then their bodies would come dismembered floating down the damn creeks and shit. I mean, one would think that a Bigfoot could probably do that to a human. Yeah. They're probably pretty strong. I would imagine so. And these are already pissed, so now, it's not a good combination. This is, I don't know, it's, it's weird. I feel weird about this, but... As you can imagine, by the San Diego Tribune writing this story and sending it out, it caused one hell of a stir in the area. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty bold headline that mysterious creature murders people. Yes. It's going to turn heads. Now, it could possibly be just somebody saw a good story and was like, well, fuck it, let's just run with it. <laughs> kind of like the, what was the... The National Enquirer, the Weekly World News. Yeah. Like, Bat Boy gives birth to Sasquatch child. Right. Maybe in 1889, they're like, you know what? This is going to sell some damn papers. <laughs> Bigfoot murders everyone at Dead Man's Hole. Now, the strange thing about all of this, because in the paper it actually said the body was given to the police, and the police were going to put it on display for everyone to come see. So everybody was excited, ready to come check this thing out. A Bigfoot body? Yes. Oh. But the very next day, the paper ran an ad saying that it was an April Fool's joke. Government says, ah, ah, ah. And ironically enough. No Bigfoot displays. The, the From the posting that I found, it was actually printed on April Fool's. So, hmm. I mean, it's kind of uh, what you guys think. Because if it if it truly was an April Fool's joke... It was done, in my opinion, in an extremely bad taste. Especially if they found legit murdered people. Oh, the bodies at the were real. Hole. The bodies were real. They're There's like, no you know getting what? around that. We could post a legitimate story here about the murders, or we could put a little twist on it and make it a Who joke. Who the fuck thinks of that? April Fool's joke. Like, how is that your first thought? I mean, uh, literally, in 1888, how the fuck is that your first thought? There's all these dead bodies, and you're like, you know what? Bigfoot. April Fool's, dog. Yuck a man in this bitch. People, oh, man. We are going to get so much attention. I'm just going to make this I'm story I'm sure that's up. what it was. I'm sure that's what it was. It was, what better way to sell papers? You already had Unless people. Unless your paper sucked. You already had people seeing it. There's already been reports of people seeing it. Then you have all these dead bodies wind up in the same area, and you're like, you know what? I'm putting two and two together and seeing dollar signs, dog. I don't know, dude. I just think that it was a dick move if it was fake. Well, yeah. I mean... Just straight up dick. People have always been shitty. I mean, if this is a fake story, then yeah, point proved. Fake but I just news. find it, it... Doesn't it just seem a little far-fetched? The, f- the, the fake The fact story? that it was quote-unquote fake. Um... Let me think. I do not. I absolutely 100% do not put it past the person doing it. Because people have proven time and time again that there is no end to their selfishness when it comes to having money made. That's true. And I mean, I guess but, I do look at the world through a specific set of lenses, you know, where I'm... Because I could, I could legitimately sit here and be like, oh, there was three murders right outside Steve's house. It was Bigfoot. I got it, guys. I got it. And we're just going to write a story about it, and we're going to get famous. That's going to be awesome. The thing that throws me, though, is they have this body, right? Yeah. And they're making a big-ass deal about it. 
right? Yep. And the police, the police are in on it. And the police are like, hell yeah, we're going to show this motherfucker off. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't you? That's a lot of people, a lot of highbrow people within the community to get behind a shitty joke. Yeah. I feel like up to the April Fool's post, that whole story could be legit. Somebody got wind of them going to display this thing. And somebody with a whole lot of power said, no, you're not. Doubt it. Said, I don't care how you fix this, you fix it by tomorrow. And, and maybe, they're like, oh, damn, it's April Fool's, April, April 1st, it's April Fool's Day. Right. And, uh, and maybe, as luck would have it, it just fell on that day, and that was their scapegoat. It has to be. How else are you going to cover that up? How else are you going to be like, we got a body, the police are showing it off tomorrow, and somebody's like, no, they're not. Yeah, and maybe, maybe like you were saying, that maybe – Maybe two hunters really did go out there. Maybe they really did stumble across one of these and kill it. But for a better story, the Tribune went ahead and linked these murders, and the police actually did have a body, but it had nothing to do with the murders. It was just a story yeah, just to latch like, on. Just compiled. And I guess I guess really the possibilities are endless in this situation. Because I feel like nobody. If if a big there's so many repercussions to killing a Bigfoot, you know, oh, yeah. it it goes beyond the moral quandary of whether or not it's akin to killing a human. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there's that, some people who think about shooting them. You hear these stories where they think about shooting, them, but they can't. Yeah, they look at them. They're like, oh shit. They look like us. Yeah, it goes it goes into realms like industry and shit where if a Bigfoot is killed in an area that is known for forestry, say, you know, they, they make all their money off of logging these forests. The first thing that's going to happen when they prove that a Bigfoot is, there is a, a viable population of Bigfoot in that forest. What's going to happen? Good fucking point. They're shutting it down. Yep. And that is a lot of money out of a lot of people's pockets. I didn't even think pockets. about that. I didn't even think about that. It would. They would absolutely make that, make it protected. Oh, for sure. Especially if there's states that actually have that law. Yeah. To 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 current times, right now, there are states that have, to where it is illegal, to shoot a Bigfoot. So in my in my brain, there are a lot of rich fucking people who have it in their best interest to to absolutely it. make sure these things are not proven real. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it makes total sense, without a doubt. Um, but just to sprinkle a little bit more on top of this this story here, <laughs> April Fools. Yeah. Like I said, none of the people were robbed, and even if this story was fake. Somebody was still killing people at Dead Man's Hole. Now, a lot of the locals decided to go ahead and blame it on the Indians. Of course. Right. But if you recall, the Indians wouldn't go anywhere around where these Yucca men were supposedly at. And ironically enough, where wouldn't the Indians go? They refused to go by Dead Man's Hole. Yeah, because with a name like Dead Man's Hole, who the hell wants to go there? That's true, too. But it may lead credence that there was actually one of them, at least in the area. This, the shitty thing is that there's so much disinformation, it reminds me of the social media age, actually, that you could, on one hand, you have an unidentified beast that's actually murdering people. Which is possible. That two hunters killed, essentially saving people, they got swept under the rug because somebody didn't want it to get out and it was played off as a hoax. On the flip side of that, you have people actually getting murdered, which people twisted into a cryptid murder story that then got twisted into an April Fool's joke. <laughs> now, I will say... Both sides of that shit sucks. I've been thinking about it. And the only way that I can wrap my brain around some dick at the paper writing this story and it being fake is if the Yucca man lore was heavy in that area. Like you, like you heard people talk about it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I don't you. feel I like, I don't feel like that should be anybody's first thought in, into a good story or even a joke 
yeah, without w- there being a heavy lore in the area. Which, or, or like I said earlier, if the sightings were thick that year. Yeah. If I people mean, started yeah. seeing the shit. Absolutely. And they're getting worked up about it. They're finding tracks and they're hearing sounds and they're seeing right. eyes and shit. Of course you can cash in on that cow. Right. Absolutely. If that, if that shit took place, then... Okay, yeah. I can buy that this was an April Fool's joke. Both both of those make sense. Yeah. Either the lore is so thick, which you already had the Native Americans being terrified. Right. Like, we're not even, you know, we're just... They, they may have named those places that shit to keep people away from it. Fucking highly possible. You know? Dark dead, Canyon, that does sound like something that they would come up yeah, with. Yeah, to keep people away. Or Dead Man's Hole. Like, yeah. you name a place Dead Man's Hole, don't fucking... Go there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm showing out. You know, man, I don't know. I don't either. But, you know, that that was the rash of Yucca Man sightings I was able to find. And I, know I we thought got, it was pretty cool. I yeah, mean, it was. I'd never heard of it before. And it's, it's crazy that they're so aggressive. Yeah, and that's kind of why I was drawn to it. Because a lot of Bigfoot stories that you hear about around here... Most in general, it doesn't seem like a lot of them are that aggressive. No, they're just kind of somber and just want to stay the hell away from yeah. everybody, you think. You know, and they might they may come up and investigate, you know, and, and look around. But the second, it's almost like the second they know you're on to them, they're like, deuces. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. We do have, like, our California downloads have been kind of popping off lately. So if anybody around the Mojave Desert is, listens to us or checks in with us and has an encounter, has seen the Yucca Man, knows somebody that's seen him, has heard a town story about it, please hit us up. Call, yeah. call our number, uh, record it and send it to us, or just email us because we would love to hear hear more into the lore of the Yucca Man. Absolutely. On that note, we're going to wrap up today's episode, so check us out at all our socials. You know what to do, just holler at us. And uh, until we meet again, stay weird and don't be a shitty person. Worthy advice. <laughs>